Greetings, salutations, blessings, and blissings, podcast fam. Tizzle here. Wanted to give all of my audience such a huge, warm, gigantic embrace because I really appreciate all of the support that I've been receiving and I want all of you to know how tremendously grateful I am for each of you. I have received some messages on the Anchor FM app and they have definitely been heartwarming and appreciated. Shout out to Gwenna, Erica, Mike James, and Mama Evans. I really appreciate you guys and just getting that nod of verbal support. I don't know, it just there's something about hearing someone else's voice and hearing how they resonate or appreciate and are encouraging of this work. I love y'all so much. To the rest of the audience, I love y'all as well. If you are ever inspired or feel the need, please check out the option to record a message on the Anchor FM app. It's uh, it's really nice. I'll eventually, once I get, I don't even know the number, but at one point I'd love to create an episode where I incorporate all voice messages that I receive from my fans. That's crazy. I have fans, y'all. <laughs> oh, deep breath, deep breath. Podcast fam, I definitely have missed some Wednesdays, but I'm going to be really honest with you off top and shout out to my unicorn friend, Lynn, (laughs) because it's just, it's not working for me thinking about having to post the podcast every Wednesday because just things don't work out like that for me (laughs) and I truly appreciate how other podcasts you know they're on it with their weekly schedule and I believe I'll get there at some point it's just that I'm not there everything is so new and this is such a transition and I'm still really learning the ropes in this in this whole process so Until further notice, I will post when I am inspired to. Let me explain why. I want to take that approach because, as my unicorn friend Lynn said, having to record something every Wednesday feels too much like homework. It feels too much like it's forced and not in the flow. And those of you who know, when I was in the classroom, I was not a fan of giving homework. I rarely gave homework just because it was really about the interaction within the class that I felt benefited students most. And yes, I gave homework sometimes, but it was not my my first go-to. So I really hope all of you understand and will continue to listen even though I am not going to be posting every Wednesday. Thank you so much for that support, y'all.
Like I felt it. I, I appreciate you very much. Before we get into this episode, let's hear a message from one of our sponsors. Today's episode, I'm going to share. It's another one of those just experiences. And I want to share these with you because... I feel like it's really important for us, especially right now with how tense everything is with this political season, with the energies that are going on in the collective, that the subtleties of things that I'm going to share with you, if you have anything similar, that you pay attention to them and you take heed. I'm in Santa Barbara at the moment. I drove up here earlier this morning and it was a beautiful drive you guys absolutely stunning however i i have to admit like my energy was not it wasn't in sync with (laughs) how the weather was and i know we all know how that is part of the reason that occurred is because i was in a very deep state of reflection And admittedly, I was a little hurt from an experience I had had the day prior. The reflection comes in because I am very aware of the feeling of being hurt and the knee-jerk reaction of wanting to blame someone else outside of you. I'm very familiar with that, but it's something that I have been doing a lot of work on and I'm hoping I can help to teach you guys something about this so that in the future, any time that you experience something that hurts you, you can take these tools and help to soothe yourself. I realize that hurt is something that is mirroring an aspect of yourself. A lot of times, not all the time, But a lot of times when something hurts us or hurts our feelings, it rarely has to do with the exact situation that you're feeling hurt from. In my own personal experience and things that I've read, oftentimes this hurt stems from an event that happened a while ago, maybe even in your childhood, that you never spoke up about, you never addressed, and you just let it ride. You stuffed it down, you repressed it. And what ends up happening is, as time goes on, if any similar to that initial thing that hurts you happens, you go back to that same feeling. 
And I know that's what happened to me yesterday. I, I admit that on, on every level. And having that awareness is important because what it allows for me and my experience is an opportunity to pause, to be silent, to be reflective, to think about, okay, Tizzle, when did this first feel painful to you? And I don't mean painful in the physical sense. I mean painful in the emotional, spiritual sense. And when you get to the point where you're giving yourself space and allowing yourself to reflect and you realize, oh, that's when it really happened. That's when you can begin to do the work. What do I mean by do the work? I mean, once you establish what it is that actually caused you hurt, you go through it, you feel it, you don't bypass it, you don't just brush it off or try to push forward and like, oh, I'm okay, like, yeah, I can get through this, I gotta do No, 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 no. You sit with that feeling and you analyze it. Because something that I feel a lot of us don't take heed to often is that we make a choice in how we feel on a day-to-day basis. Now, I know that's like a very hard concept for people to believe that we have control or have a choice in how we feel, but I believe that 100%. It's, it's something that I've experienced And I feel like I've shared it in previous podcasts, but it's something that I've experienced in my own personal life. And it's also something that I've read and heard about from other podcasters and in books, etc. So we each have the ability to choose how we are going to respond to a situation. It is our ability to respond, also known as our responsibility to be present and intentional with how we decide to go throughout our day. So, I ended up getting into a situation where I allowed myself to feel like the victim, where I allowed myself to feel like I was being hurt by someone, but I realized that wasn't the case. When I sat down, reflected, I realized that this is something that I have never spoken to before. And the difference in really speaking to something, it's different than when you complain and you point the finger and you tell someone, oh, you've hurt me, oh, you've hurt me, versus when you take accountability and really reflect on the totality of the situation and truly get to the core of what it is that hurt you because most of the time it has nothing to do with the other person. In my experience, it has to do with when I do not speak up and advocate for myself and I allow myself to be the victim. Yes, there are times that people say or do things, but 
How often when people say or do things that don't feel right to us, do we address it right then and there at that time? Think about that. I know for myself, not often, but that's also part of what I'm working on in my own personal journey is learning how to speak to things when they bother me in that moment. Or if I'm not able to speak to it in that moment and I still need to give myself the space, I'm also learning how to allow myself to feel what I'm feeling and kind of put a pause button on getting back to the person that said the thing that was hurtful so that I can release that energy. I can release that feeling as opposed to holding on to it, as opposed to stifling it, as opposed to storing it, and then making the mistake of doing that. And it's honestly... I'm not going to say it's a mistake because it's it's a lesson. Going through the lesson of storing it and then having it reappear, its ugly head, days, weeks, or months, years down the line. All that to say, <laughs> I won't get, get into details. I'm, I'm being vague, I know, but specifics aren't necessary. I definitely made sure I utilized my support group and shared out with a really dear friend the situation in detail and that was enough I also made it a point to speak directly to the person that I felt hurt by but I still know that because I was in that victim mindset that I need to go back and do a little bit of clean up and clarification on my part so that I'm operating and speaking to the person from my higher self and not from a state of being the victim. What's up, podcast fam? Tizzle here. Have you ever been at work or at school or just taking care of business and gotten a little hangry? But then... You weren't quite satisfied with what you had in your your pantry or your refrigerator or your desk or your car? Well, I have a solution for you, and that's AP Munch. AP Munch is a brand new program that has a subscription box where you can choose to get snacks and beverages that are kosher certified, non-GMO, and are super tasty. They have options where you can choose from a vegan box, a gluten-free box, and a fitness box. And they specialize in curating unique, one-of-a-kind snacks that most people can't get at their local supermarket. So, if you're looking for a way to level up your snack game, check out apmunch.com. That's AP. M-U-N-C-H dot com. And as a bonus, when you sign up, if you use my code TIZZLEMUNCH, that's all caps, T-I-Z-Z-L-E-M-U-N-C-H, TIZZLEMUNCH, they will donate $10 to Animal Alliance Network. Level up your snack game, y'all. 
And thank you so much for supporting APMunch.com. Enjoy! Please let me know, either by going on my website and leaving a comment or sending me a message on Instagram. For those who aren't already following me, my Instagram is at Miss Tizzles IG. That's at M I S S T I Z Z L E S I G. Please leave me feedback on your own personal experience with dealing with hurt and how you have learned to take accountability for it and not bypass by blaming it on someone else because I think that's I think that's a really important tool to have in our back pocket because once we realize that we have control once we realize that accountability even though it's seemingly scary it's hella empowering (laughs) y'all like for real I that's the experience I've been having and accountability of self is not something that is easy but I feel that the rewards are so long term and just really something great to have in your repertoire of tools to help you get through tough situations, tough times. Now, (sighs) this week I have had so many abundant signs and signals from the universe, y'all. For those of you that don't know me personally or or don't talk to me on a regular basis, like, I'm going to just break it down for y'all, right? My spirit animal is a hawk. (laughs) I know that's not the sound hawks make, but I can't make that high-pitched, beautiful sound that they do. So that's that's Tizzle's versions of a hawk, okay? (laughs) Abstract, y'all, abstract. Anyway, my spirit animal has been a hawk for as long as I can remember. And this past month, actually, um, just in 2020 alone, I have seen more hawks in this year than I probably have in my whole life. And I won't go into a whole long discussion about the symbolism behind them but if you are interested please look it up it is so beautiful do any of you have animals that you see all the time that you know are your spirit animals let me know anyway I've had two occasions specifically in the past 24 no almost 48 hours where hawks have come into my line of view and have definitely been signs from the universe actually 72 hours because I feel yeah this has been going on since Thursday so Thursday saw them while I was sending a Marco Polo to a dear friend 
and it was so amazing because their wings were spanned and I I didn't realize how big hawks are typically because they are so high in the sky they look small but for whatever reason on Thursday they were close y'all and I saw that wingspan and it was so like whoo like it was breathtaking I just uh absolutely loved it and I remember during the Marco I was telling my friend like oh there's one and then literally there were like two or three more right after the first one and I was explaining to her in the Marco like how meaningful that is to me and that it was a sign to me from universe that what I was saying to her was so divinely aligned because whatever I was saying the conversation that I was having with her on Marco when the hawks appeared, it was an affirmation for me. Fast forward to Friday. Again, Unicorn Lynn, shout out to her, that she suggested to me a couple of weeks ago when she, I don't know if I had already started my podcast, but either way, she suggested a podcast to me called Finding Fred. Podcast fam, if you are a avid podcast enthusiast, and if you love Mr. Rogers, go and listen to this podcast immediately. Please and thank you. Podcast fam, I was listening to an episode yesterday called Beth. I believe it's the third episode in the podcast. I could be wrong, but the title of the episode is Beth. As I was listening to this episode and just reflecting on the first two that I had heard, I realized, like, holy sh... I I have a hella lot in common with Mr. Rogers. And... It was such an overwhelming feeling of affirmation and appreciation and it it was almost as if I felt universe was reminding me again like you're on the right path. And I won't give anything away because I truly want you to listen to this podcast. I'm actually thinking about starting a Tizzle's favorite podcast tab on my website so that people can get more of a a sneak peek into what I'm into but his approach resonates with me so much and it reminds me so much of what students have said what parents have said things that I I don't really think of on my own but that I've heard from people outside of me and it's like I'm I'm listening to this podcast and hearing about Mr. Rogers but in so much depth and grandeur and it my heart is full y'all like like right hand over my heart like oh my gosh please do not pop out of my chest because it's so full like I had no idea I mean we've I believe most of us have grown up knowing Mr. Rogers and understand what a profound 
profound being he is and how much of an impact he's had on our own lives in individual ways. So this Beth episode, I literally start crying (laughs) as I'm listening to this episode. Y'all, I'm on the 105 freeway heading to Santa Fe Springs. There's a huge curve that's like pretty high up. And as I'm crying, you guys, just in my feelings like a mofo, in the distance I see a hawk. <laughs> just, and and most of you might be like, how do you know it's a hawk? Like, there's birds everywhere. No, fam, I know a hawk when I see a hawk. Hawks have this beautiful way of gliding for a very long time without having to flap their wings. I know that most birds, like if you watch them, they can't glide the way a hawk does. This hawk was gliding through the air and it felt like universe had brought that hawk into my vision specifically to remind me of what my purpose is and what I'm doing. What the Beth episode really meant for me is that despite all odds, (laughs) despite things that come at us that make us fall into the depths of despair, it's really important to have someone, something that really resonates with you that makes you feel good that makes you feel seen that makes you feel loved I have several of those things really fortunate I'm really blessed I'm really abundant there are times when we go into saboteur mode meaning despite our abundance despite the things that we are already equipped with we'll forget about them and go into this mindset of woe is me really being down in the dumps, being so hard on ourselves, and we lose track of our focus, of our vision, of our purpose. And not only did this Beth episode remind me of that, but also the hawk was like a reminder, like a double whammy, like psh, psh, psh. Like universe was slapping me around, like, girl, stop playing. Get your mind right. (laughs) And... My heart, again, was just so overwhelmed and so full. I have really been struggling with creating this podcast, y'all, because it's so, it's just me, you know? I do the editing, I do my best, I create, you know, the topics and how I want to flow with it, and it's it's way more personal than any type of art I've ever created, but I know that it is art. And I also struggle with, you know, finishing art. But this podcast, it's it's really pushing me out of my comfort zone. For example, the Tizzle's fourth period survey episode. Y'all, I have been editing this episode for over a week and a half because I want it to sound just right. I want the data that I'm sharing to be 
impactful. I want it to resonate. I want it to be clear. I want it to be representational. It's like all these things that I want it to be. And I'm, I'm layering all these expectations on myself and it's bogging me down, y'all. <laughs> it's, it's making it to where I can't move, to where I can't go forward. The name of this podcast is Our Fourth Period. And I feel like it's really important to hear the struggles of another person and how being triumphant in their struggles so that as a collective, we can help each other move forward, be progressive, be innovative, follow our dreams, and stay focused on what our true purpose is. Speaking of being triumphant, y'all, for those of you who don't know or don't follow me on Instagram or didn't fill out the Tizzle's fourth period survey, I wanted to give you a quick update because I finally finished my website. Ooh, yeah. Get it, girl. <laughs> I finished it. I believe I published it last Saturday. And it's been beautiful. I've had people log in from India, from states I've never even been to. So thank you for those of you who are sharing it, who have provided feedback, who have checked it out. Um, For those of you who haven't, I finally put it out there. It has my artwork on it. It has why my theme is now or never. Obviously, it has the podcast link. It has... A survey so I can find out what your theme for 2020 is. It also has a link if you're ever interested in being a guest or you want to be interviewed on this podcast. There's a survey link for that. And I'm just going to continue adding to it as I grow. And I just want to let y'all know, like, I finally did it. You know, I got I got over that hump. up going to my former school while I was teaching and I wanted to gather the belongings that I had left in the room as storage but I wanted to at least get an assessment of what was still in there and maybe take some stuff with me etc. Y'all it didn't end up happening the way I had exactly planned. I was able to gather my things and put them in a spot so I know like I need to come back with like a wagon and some boxes and so I got a really good assessment and that was truly the intention but (laughs) something that really jarred me and deeply hurt me was that all of the artwork that I had collected that I had stored in that classroom well over five years worth of artwork from Comic-Con, from museums, from artist friends, from all kinds of stuff, y'all, was gone. (laughs) Straight up gone. And some of you might be thinking, like, it can't be that big of a deal. Y'all, I 
have been going to Comic-Con for a really long time. I have curated pieces that I had in my room. The way I put up work in my room was very special. And I don't know who, but someone took it. All of it. I was so hurt. So defeated. So upset. So pissed off. I can't even articulate thousands of dollars worth of artwork. I really struggled because I wanted to point the finger. I wanted to blame. I wanted to, I wanted to just be mad. But ultimately, because I'm doing this work, I take full responsibility for it because I made the mistake of trusting and leaving something that was important to me in the hands of other people. And I'm not blaming them. I'm not, because I realized the error of my ways and I should have taken greater care in securing my beloved artwork. (laughs) Students who have been in my classroom, they know what I'm talking about. They know what kind of artwork Tizzle had up on the walls for all to see and all to enjoy. It was literally a transformative experience when people would come into my classroom. (sighs) Yeah. On the positive side, all of my student work that I had saved was still there. So I know I have a couple of students who have hit me up and have asked me to get some of their artwork back. And so I It's secured, (laughs) y'all. It's not out willy-nilly in the classroom for someone to take. And that experience just, it definitely hurt to the core, but I was speaking with a dear friend. Shout out to Coach. I was asking Coach if he had any idea about who was in my room, who could have taken it. Y'all, I was texting everybody, like, does anyone know? Like, frantic. But it's one of those things where it's like, it's too late, fam. (laughs) You had your opportunity, but you didn't seize it when you should have, and now this has happened. But I'm shouting out Coach because he sent me this message, and he was like, you know, that's kind of the curse of this this situation you know like things get taken but I want you to know that you are on a path where you're going to be so successful so determined that all the artwork that you feel that you lost will be returned to you in abundance because you are destined to be prosperous Those weren't his exact words, but that was definitely the sentiment that I received and it was so special to me. And so, you know, it helped me to release essentially, like I'm not a hundred (laughs) percent not hurt about the situation, but just having that little bit of encouragement, actually that, that great bit of encouragement meant so much to me as I was driving up here to Santa Barbara I'm finishing up the Finding Fred podcast and 
as I was listening to the podcast again, the host of the podcast starts to share an experience. He was reflecting on this phrase, and I have the exact same phrase in my apartment right now. (laughs) And the phrase says, you are enough. And then the host says something that just like knocks me like it hits and he says I don't have it because I feel that I am enough I have it because I don't feel like I'm enough and then he goes on and he lists all these reasons why he's not enough and y'all I start crying again so for those of you who are going to watch Finding Fred if you are a highly sensitive individual such as myself be prepared to cry Okay, and don't be ashamed. (laughs) So I start crying again because it then makes me reflect on myself and my idea of me being enough. And again, y'all, again, without fail, guess what I see in the sky? Come on, guess. Guess. Y'all, two beautiful hawks. (laughs) and again I feel it's divine because I'm I'm constantly being reminded that I am enough even when I'm so hard on myself even when I'm so full of doubt even when I'm so full of anxiety even when I'm given so many too many F's about what the next person is saying even when I'm worried about how I'm going to be judged I am enough y'all you are enough not everyone's spirit animal is going to be a hawk you know everybody's is going to be different you can start to pay attention to what's going on around you because a lot of the times when we get into those self-sabotaging modes when we get into those low moments we kind of turtle what do I mean by turtle it's like we tuck inside of ourselves so that no one can penetrate so that no one can hurt us but what I'm learning is that we're hurting ourselves when we do that like yes it's important to hold space Yes, it's important to reflect. Yes, it's important to give yourself time. Yes, it's important to be quiet. But don't stay there. Give yourself the time and then put yourself back out there. Make yourself aware of what's going on around you and I guarantee you, universe will provide you with signs and wonders to get you back on track universe will provide you with the tools you need to realign yourself to remind you of what your purpose is to remind you of why you're doing what you're doing and yeah you might be a little delayed you might be a little off schedule but universal timing is divine And just because you want something at a certain time doesn't mean that's how it's supposed to be.
else I almost forgot to mention. After I made it to my destination in Santa Barbara to do the demo I drove out to do, just being in my feelings, reflecting on everything that had happened the day before, still being hurt, I know that I was operating at a higher vibration, but I was still in my feelings. And universe being as amazing as she is brought me this French woman. And she was sampling. And while she was sampling, I noticed her wrist and she had a whole bunch of bracelets of like precious stones and crystals and I was like wow I love your bracelets they're so beautiful and she was like oh thank you and she goes would you like to have some and before I had a chance to deny her offer y'all she reached onto her arm and it wasn't like she just chose the first two that were on her wrist and I I don't even remember if she actually looked down but she pulled off two of the bracelets one of them was tiger's eye and the other carnelian and for all my podcast fam who's ever gone jewelry shopping or stone shopping with me you know who you are you know how important tiger's eye and carnelian are to me In my podcast notes, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and list some links to all of this spiritually, divinely guided and led information, because I know some of y'all are lazy, so you can just click on it, but Tiger's Eye and Carnelian, especially in combination, it was exactly what I needed. It was that boost that I needed to realign me and to get me in that back in the right state of mind and I know this woman was was sent by by divine this happens to me all the time y'all I'm not joking so (sighs) always be present even when you're not feeling it even when you feel like low because like I said earlier you make the choice and how you feel and how you present yourself to people. And when you present yourself in that way, you will attract exactly what it is you need. Whew. I'm looking out at the sky right now and it's almost sunset and the moon is so bright and beautiful. I'm not sure if it's a full moon tonight. I'll have to double check, but I feel that energy and I hope y'all feel it too. If you haven't done so, you know, next time you're on a walk, give yourself an opportunity to just be present in that walk and really connect with nature the trees the the smells like i know it's hard when we're in the city because especially if you (laughs) in certain parts of the hood people don't want to see but that's how it is 
The point is to be present in the experience. The last thing I want to share with y'all before I head out on this podcast. Is that... The Finding Fred podcast has been so inspiring to me and has really shown me that all of these things that I've innately felt, that students have told me, that parents have told me about how I teach, how I connect, it's important and it's something that needs to be shared. I have been really hesitant, but I am working on presenting myself online through a platform called Teachable, where I'm going to use that platform as an opportunity to connect with the collective, preferably younger people, but whoever's interested, honestly. And I want to teach things that (laughs) schools aren't really trying to I won't go into detail because I part of the Tizzlesworth period episode I'm really going into detail about what I plan on teaching on the teachable platform because it correlates with the data that I'm sharing but the Finding Fred series was really inspiring for me and timely because now or never is really where it's at I can't continue to pussyfoot around (laughs) when's the last time you heard that phrase y'all I can't tiptoe around these big ideas that I have because of fear because what I'm learning is the things that scare me the most but constantly keep coming up in my head that just excite me but scare the you out of me Those are the things that I really, really need to do. And I think that applies to all of us, honestly. So with all that being stated, podcast fam, I really appreciate y'all for holding space for me as always. I love you all tremendously. I appreciate you. If you would be so kind, please share this podcast with a friend with somebody at your job on your website on your Instagram any place where you feel like people need to hear the words that are coming out of my mouth (laughs) it would be so meaningful to me because through podcast fam through you guys you're helping me to build a connection with people that I would have never been able to make a connection with had I stayed in the four walls of the classroom. Podcast fam, y'all are helping me to expand our fourth period because we all need to continue to be progressive, innovative, supportive, and empowering of one another. We're going to win, y'all. For real, I need you to believe that. 
Thank you again. Please hit up the Anchor FM app. Leave me a message. Go to my website. Hit me up in the chat. Go to my Instagram. Slide in them DMs. You know, communicate with your tizzle. thing podcast fam I know I mentioned my website earlier but I wanted to encourage you if you enjoyed this podcast and appreciated the commentary on universe providing wonders and signs go to my website www.tizzlesforart.net that's www. T-I-Z-Z-L-E-S the number four A-R-T dot net and click on the blog tab. My last blog details an experience that I had last week and it's similar to this podcast but it's not the same thing. It's just another example for you all to really see how you have a choice in your mood and you have a choice in what you convey to the collective and how universe rewards you in those moments so go check it out and let me know what you think Have a beautiful day, y'all. Much love, much light, peace, blessings, blessings. Tizzle out.